What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 589th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. Look, it's a big number. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. This is not quite coming out on Halloween, but it is coming out with uh, time to say that if you're not on green grass, switch to green grass. Greg here. I am here. It is cold. I can't feel my hands. It is cold. Uh, Speaking of it being cold... No, I don't have a good transition here. Uh, we have some Pokemon news for <laughs> We have some cold Pokemon news. How's that sound? We're bringing you stuff from 97. There is a Halloween event currently happening in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet by the time this episode goes up. There should still be about 24-ish hours of that event left. But before we get to that Halloween event, there is a... Halloween event starting in Pokemon Sleep, but it is also... Good sleep day today, the day we're recording this. That's exciting, I guess. But more importantly, if you're playing the Halloween event for Pokemon Sleep, you'll want to start on Grass Island. I don't know what it's called. Start on we Green Grass. We just talked about it and you, you were, were frozen. frozen. I was frozen. You were frozen and we already covered it. Um, and if you forget to start on green grass, you can use a ticket to move to green grass. They confirmed that on their official sleep. It's not Twitter anymore. <laughs> Got it. It's like 100 points, I think, which you would get Something like, like that. 2,000 points just for logging in three days because it's 500, 1,000, 500. I think it might be a diamonds ticket. I don't think you can use sleep points. No, I think you can because I bought it. Maybe in the premium store. No, yeah, it was in the premium <laughs> store. <laughs> it was in the regular store. I've been on Greengrass Island for like the last month. Yeah, I was on the beach for quite a while. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were I only that was me. I had almost dr- sleep drama last night. Go on. I went to hit my button this morning, and the button did nothing. Was your thing dead? Because it died at oh. some point in the middle of the night. So I had to charge it to see at what point did my sleep button die. And it died at the eight hours and 22 minute mark. <laughs> so if it dies, it still remembers your data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up until it died. I, mean, I slept nine hours last night and I'm not getting credit for 40 of those minutes. When you connect it, does it say that it died? Does it like. No, it just you? says there's a problem communicating. Oh, okay. And okay. then I hit the button and it did absolutely nothing. I'm like, mm, I think it's dead. <laughs> yeah, so the easy travel ticket is 100 sleep points, but you only get one of them. They're at the, it's at the very, very bottom of the regular exchange store. Ah, uh, okay. You, you gotta scroll all the way down. And then you can buy more with yes. diamonds if you need to. Team never scroll. Just if it's not obvious, you're never going to find it. The reason I knew that is because for the first time ever, I saw those on what was formerly known as Twitter be very positive that a mobile game made a good choice. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't charge us diamonds. You charged us 100 sleep points for an event that is coming up. I don't know how good this holiday event will be in Pokemon Sleep. Uh, good sleep days are pretty solid. They kind of remind me of community days where there's just really no reason to participate. They're they're pretty easy to do. They're pretty... No reason to not participate. Yeah, they're, they're well received. 
everyone seems very excited about this Halloween event and the double candy and uh, every, the, the the hat Pikachu, all that stuff. So I guess we'll report back next week. But breaking news, though, I think beep 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 da 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 da, da breaking news. Uh, I fi- I think I figured out Pokemon Sleep. I think I figured it out. The typings, the the sub skills, the skills. I the calculator that we've been talking about that YouTube comments keep saying, what is this calculator you keep talking about? <laughs> you did a deep dive. I did a deep dive. Yeah, I actually did this on my stream. My plan is to eventually make like a uh, like a 10 minute YouTube video of like, here's everything in Pokemon Sleep for dummies. I'm the dummy, by the way, but I figured it all out. The first thing that maybe isn't obvious is that Pokemon are broken into three categories. If you didn't read... It's pretty obvious. Nah, 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 nah. It's right at the top. Yeah, but you don't really think they do anything. So I think once you understand that they're broken into three categories, then you can understand what skills you want with those three. But that's hard to remember because there's a bunch of skills. So somebody made a skill chart of like, if you're berries, you want like these five skills. And that makes it so much easier to look at your Pokemon, which is, I think, the problem. That's the problem. That's this is the problem everyone has is they have like five Psyduck, and they're like, well, this Psyduck has a couple gold skills. This Psyduck has a bad nature, but I don't know if the skills are good. I don't know if this nature is the best. Just looking at this chart, you can you can quickly realize that okay, Psyduck is I don't know what Psyduck is skills or something. Psyduck is skills. So these are the five top that work with it. The other thing that the game doesn't tell you at all is that the level 10 subskill, the very first one you unlock, is so much more important than any of the other ones. So like Berry Finding S, which is like one of the best subskills. It's like a gold one. If you got it in like the level 10 spot, that is awesome. There's like a uh, there's like a uh un cuz most Pokemon games don't show you actual hard numbers for anything. This is an this is an exclusive to Pokemon Sleep. It's like every Pokemon game is like we love to have hidden information from you. The whatever ends up being in the first level 10 slot is like 1.5 more effective and if you had the same skill in the level 100 slot, it's 0.5 effective. So it really rewards that early game, and it again, it goes back to helping you make decisions quicker. This also takes us back to the calculator and why the calculator makes sense or doesn't make sense, because if you're, if you're assigning those skills to like an Apsil, which I think Apsil is actually skills, and then you switch to a different Pokemon... And you're like, oh, the calculator is giving the same thing. It's probably because that other Pokemon is also skills. And that's why it doesn't change that much. Um, that's why it doesn't change when you do like Sfeel, Celio, Walrein. Because they're all just skills and it's calculating that. You can also on the calculator. I'll include the calculator in the show notes this week on YouTube, by the way. Because <laughs> now I understand it. And then the other thing about the calculator is like if you had like like inventory size small 
Technically, you could upgrade that to inventory size medium, and then you can upgrade it again to inventory size large. You could just do that on the calculator because you can eventually upgrade those skills and you can see like, oh, you went from B rank to A rank because you upgraded it. So like just because you got like a let's say you got like a shiny Pokemon and you popped it in the calculator and it was D and you're like, oh, it's a D rank. Like ideally, if you had subskill seeds and you upgraded them, you can just like go from small to medium on the calculator because... It's not going to change. It's only going to upgrade. And then you can see like, oh, I went from D to B. Okay, now I feel better leveling this up. The whole point of everything I just explained was I promise you probably have really good Pokemon that you don't know about because the game is so hard to understand just by looking at it. (laughs) It's complicated. I just put the shinies in because they're pretty. And they walk around and I touch them and they give me stuff. And then sometimes I make food. And then I hit a button to go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The other big tip is that berries are for early game and cooking is for late game. What are we considering late game? Once you have more evolved Pokemon, more more space in your cooking pot, good Magnemite, a lot of ingredients unlocked Mm, i uh yeah what is i'm not sure what other people consider late game but i i get way more of my ingredients through cooking like i am making pretty like i'm making 20 plus recipes and then i'm filling the last like eight or nine with filler but i'm actually making recipes i think really early on you're making like whatever like seven honey makes like (laughs) honey curry and that that is like okay, but when you start making the there's like a like again I, I don't know the recipe like there's one recipe that's like plus eight hundred and then there's another one that's like plus three thousand and when when and you consistently start varies, making that I think based on how many times you've made that recipe and yeah. you can't make a lot of the recipes if you don't have enough space in your cooking pot. And you can't make some of the better ones if you don't have some of the ingredients that you can only get by leveling up Pokemon. But I think early, also the other problem with early game, I'm I'm air quoting, is that you might not have a variety of those ingredients. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm like, most of my Pokemon are like maybe like level 18 and 20. And I feel like I'm going all in on ingredients. But if I look back like nine weeks ago, I was just like using like auto cook because I didn't. Yep. I didn't know what to do. So I think that's like... Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I just hit day 100 since I think I missed one day in there. And I made a dish this morning that was uh, 38,000 sleep point or points to my Snorlax. That boosted me all the way up from Master 1 to Master 2 on my Snorlax. That's great. But I could not have made that without... Uh, leveling up my cooking pot without a Magnemite to boost it even bigger. Or like a good camp ticket would boost it. Or that, yep. Yeah. It would be, I kind of like regret using a good camp camp ticket like week two. Regret's like, it's not that big of a deal because I wanted to see what it did. (laughs) But like, when you're so early on in the game using a good camp ticket to like double your pot, it's like you're doubling it for nothing because you just started the game and you're like, you have like two Charmanders and they're just getting you nothing but sausage. You're like, (laughs) what am I doing with this? (laughs) I have nothing else. Like, I'm still to the, there are still ingredients that I don't have. Like, there's like leeks and I think mushrooms and stuff. 
And a slowpoke tail. Those are those are more late game because you'll see like none of your Pokemon uh, can get those ingredients until like you're level thirty. I don't think there's a single Pokemon out there that like their first ingredient is like mushroom or slowpoke tail. So those are even more advanced recipes. But uh, it's a cool game. Every time I make a Pokemon sleep post on Instagram, there's always people that are like. This isn't even a game. It's like, brother, you have no clue how deep this goes. You, this, this is, I got spreadsheets. I got calculators. I'm like comparing six Psyduck to figure out which one's going to the grinder and which one I'm leveling up. You have no clue. This is one of the most advanced games I've ever played. I'm sleeping good tonight. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> shifting gears over to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There are new mass outbreaks. They announced more mass outbreaks. This is awesome. Again, I will say it again. This is something that should have been in the game 10 months ago. Uh, but they are doing... Th so the first mass outbreak we got was the Clefairy event. Uh, they made Clefairies spawn all over Paldea and Kitakami. This is great because... Even if you didn't have the DLC, you can hunt this Clefairy event, which Clefairy was part of the DLC. So, you know, uh, to the five people out there who are still like, they're selling us back Pokemon. That brother, bro, I got to talk to my brother a lot this episode. They've been selling you Pokemon for 26 years. <laughs> Pokemon Red and Blue are not free. <laughs> They've been selling you Pokemon for a long time. Uh, but if you didn't want to buy the DLC... And you didn't have any friends to trade with for Clefairy. That would have been an easy way to be like, oh, here, I can get a Clefairy and I don't need the DLC to do that. They put it everywhere on the map, on the mass outbreaks. I personally feel like those mass outbreaks spawned more than a normal outbreak. I just felt like there was more Clefairy than there was like Flittle or Weasel, the, the standard Flittle or Weasel outbreak. And then they had a 5% chance of having a mark. So that was boosted, not the shiny odds. Um, you could still obviously make a sandwich, have the shiny charm, shiny hunt it, shiny hunt it with the mark. The title power didn't stack with the mark. So it's still a 1 in 20 for that mark for Clefairy. It was upbeat for this Halloween event. It is crafty. Um, but you could still get other marks. You could still get Humongo, personality, weather, um, sociable. Uh, or the upbeat mark. And again, in this case, it's going to be crafty. But instead of doing one Pokemon, they did four. They did uh, Phantump, Drifloon, Mimikyu, and Greaveyard. So two of those Pokemon... Wait, yeah, two of those Pokemon were DLC-related. Wait, one of those Pokemon were DLC-related. Trivenant, or Phantump, sorry. But the other one... Drifloon was version exclusive. So that was cool. So if you were a Scarlet player, that's probably not that big of a deal to you. But if you were a Violet player, that was the first time you could mass outbreak, you could outbreak hunt Drifloon. And then on the flip side, in raids, they did a five-star Miss Magius raid where, yes, they've done Miss Magius before. They actually did a Miss Magius Drifloon five-star raid event like eight months ago. Scarlet players could get access to Miss Magius again, but I, I think Violet players for the first time got the better deal of having 
Drifloon in the wild. So maybe the first W that Violet players have gotten because <laughs> they got they got screwed on everything else. <laughs> you didn't even get the good legendary. Coridon's the better legendary, unfortunately. Uh, did you guys mass outbreak? Heck no. Not yet. There's nothing I find fun about mass outbreaks. I'm going to be real honest. Really? Uh, here's yeah, a question no. for you, Greg. Did you like SOS? Did you like horde hunting? Did you like chain fishing? No, I don't like any of it. I was going to say you're not a software setting fan either. <laughs> not a huge... It's not a huge... Like, the thing is, uh, SOS felt... Much more set it and forget it. I I really don't like how much I have to like really get on some opera glasses to stare at the tiny sprites on my screen to see if it's slightly different color in scarlet and violet. And there's no sort of outward noise. There's no sort of outward <laughs> indication. Like in SOS, I was in the battle and I could see it out in the wild. I'm like, I, I don't know. If you're looking for is. a mark, you wouldn't see it anyways. Yeah, and I'm like, this is just not, I don't, I don't care. I, I can't do other things while I'm trying to do it. I can't just sort of mindlessly be watching a TV show and checking. I have to, like, actually, for outbreaks because my eyes SOS? aren't great. For outbreaks? Yeah. I mean, my brain is pretty off when I'm doing outbreaks. <laughs> You also have a bunch of people in a chat screaming when you've missed something. I'm watching TV and paying zero attention and dealing with my dogs. And I can't, like, if it's on the handheld mode, I can't see anything. Like, I can't, I can't see these. Yeah, I mean, I am, I'm playing on a bigger screen. I, I, it has to be on the big screen. I which feel means like I the only do nothing else. <laughs> the only time I'm in handheld mode is when I'm sitting on a plane, like, throwing Pokemon away. <laughs> I use handheld all the time because I don't own a TV. Yeah, but at least just, I have an OLED. Yeah, I mean, oh, I have the an OLED's OLED. good it's just looking. I just don't have that. I don't have that eyesight anymore. I don't have the ability to differentiate the shadows very well. A lot of the times, I'm like, is it in sh is it a different color because it's in shadow? Is it a different color because it's in light? I don't know. I I don't find mass outbreaks an enjoyable way to spend my time. There are some people that just don't even care about shiny hunting at all. Yeah, I, I I only like certain shinies anyways. I only want specific things to be the slightly different color. <laughs> uh, and since they made breeding so much worse in this game, like, I just, I can't even do that. Like, every time I try I, within one set, I'm like, this is bad. I'm done. I'm out. I hate this. Did any of you do the Miss Magius raids? You guys are killing me right now. Uh, I did. I <laughs> I did a handful again to hey, Instagram. You're a bunch of liars. We we had the whole Animal Crossing debacle where everyone lied about time traveling, and then I realized you just can't trust a single person because they're definition of time traveling is some weird mental gymnastics of <laughs> i didn't i only went backwards in time that's not time tra no you time travel that's fine <laughs> if you change the time you were time traveling i decided to uh take the advice like you know you know how people like I'll, I'll post like hey here's here's miss magius here's its move set 
Um, here are a couple. I like. I suggested a couple Pokemon. Like I didn't do like hard calcs, but it, you know, I was like, Hisuian Samurai is a really good here because uh, the water resists the mystical fire. It's dark type, right? Like there's really nothing that it can do. Suggesting it in the the possibility of like people are bad at raids. <laughs> people are just bad at like I don't know what to bring. I'm just gonna uh, like it's fine. And when I say that, it's like not everyone has the type chart memorized. Uh, not everyone is good at Pokemon. Not everyone is good at video games. It's totally okay. Here are like five Pokemon, so you don't have to think too hard. You probably have a Grimmsnarl. You probably have like whatever. These are these are decent Pokemon. And there was a couple comments that were like, I use like Urshifu and I swords dance once and then I I, I one shot it. You're lying. I tested this. <laughs> You're just flat out lying. One swords dance adamant max uh, attack Urshifu with black glasses or even choice band, which does more, does not one shot. I tell it, it does. You're you're just literally lying in the comments. What does work is if uh, if you were plus two, which is the same swords dance, and then somebody else attack cheered. You didn't include that. That 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 like, and I get it. Like I I could sit there and I could swords dance twice, but that's. But that's not what you said. You didn't say two sword stances. You said one sword stance. <laughs> could have been misinformation. They could have not known that someone had attacked cheered. That's true. Or they could have just done one Miss Magius raid and it just happened that that Miss Magius was negative defense nature. <laughs> and it worked once and they did it once and they rolled over. The point being... I test so much, and then when I when I put up like actual raid builds of like, hey, this is what you should use against like a seven star Typhlosion or whatever. Uh, that's because like I ran the calcs, and like even if Typhlosion in the sun has eruption and it's at ninety percent health, this Pokemon will survive two of those. Right? Like, it's fine. I just wanted to call out that y'all are liars. And <laughs> it's fine except you're all our liars you yeah you don't know how to test hate you all <laughs> and just because you like you did it one time doesn't mean that there still isn't 25 different natures and different <laughs> like <laughs> it's fine you guys are just a bunch of liars the miss Beggies raids are not as good as the blissy raids X xl candy is better than rare candy until you get to like level 90 and then Real, if you want to be really technical and really efficient with your candy, you'll like XL until you get to like level 90 and then you top off with rare candy because rare candy is better closer to 100 than it is early. But overall, XL candy is better because you can go from like level like five to 90 with like 30 XL candy and that would take you 90, 85 regular rare candy. I think the rewards for that were decent. I think it. I think overall it is worth losing your Blissey raids for the people who like to like not connect to the internet to keep raids. I think it is worth losing it because you do get the outbreaks and the Miss Magius. The other thing you can do is you can eat a ghost type sandwich so you get more drops per Miss Magius. Whereas the Blissey was like, well, this Blissey's electric and this one's fire and this one's fighting and it's like you can't eat one sandwich to like match that. But you can eat one ghost sandwich because all of the Miss Magius are ghost and you can get more raid reward drops there. So that's like convenient. Having 
like a pretty easy five for the record like miss magius is very easy you don't need to like one shot, like even if you don't want it's a very easy raid that being said i think having a pretty easy five star raid and an outbreak event is cool you know it doesn't end on sunday it ends on like tuesday they extend it a little bit more i don't know if i like like four pokemon yeah that makes it a little less like a community day a little harder to kind of show off what you've gotten and compare it to what everybody else is getting on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like everyone was sharing Clefairy and now yeah. it's like, it feels a little less. Like that's, it's not the worst problem. It it does not dilute, but it's like, ah, I only have like four Greaveyards and like three of them are in kind of like bad spots. Also like Phantom was spamming, spam, uh, spawning on the water. No one wants to hunt on the water. That's like <laughs> the worst. I always I'm like with the Clefairy, I was like, oh, they're always going to pick one Pokemon. So it was just interesting that they picked four. I mean, they're going all in for Halloween as they do. Go get your crafty mark unless you don't care about it. But the other small nice thing about these events is these Pokemon spawn in places they don't normally spawn. So this is like one of the only times you could get a like Greaveyard, 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 uh with a sandstorm mark. Because if it spawned in the desert, uh, that's the only time you could legitimately get it with a sandstorm mark, which is cool if you care about that kind of stuff. Um, there's just a, like a lot of little things um, with these outbreaks that maybe people don't think of that other people who like I don't really care about shinies, but I want a graveyard with a sandstorm because I want it to be like the sand, like just cool stuff. If if you care about that, I feel like that's a whole lot cooler than the events mark, the crafty one. Yeah, yeah, I do think sandstorm is cooler than crafty. <laughs> um, I had it thunderstorming when I was hunting graveyard, and I was like, man, I would definitely take a thunderstruck mark over crafty. And then all of a sudden it stops thunderstorming. And I was like, no, come back. (laughs) Set up rain again. Final bit of Scarlet and Violet news here before we take a break. Uh, Hey, if you forgot, uh, the physical release of the Scarlet and Violet Hidden Treasure of Area Zero is coming out Friday, uh, November 3rd, this week. It's here with only half the DLC because... um, it it's not done. It needs to be on shelves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm probably gonna take my L here. Uh and I, I I said I really think the DLC is gonna come out in November. I get I mean, I guess we have what? We have two more Fridays for it to come out. Cause it can't come out this weekend. Because <laughs> they would have already said it. <laughs> uh so we have the tenth and the seventeenth. And then the 24th is obviously Thanksgiving. Um, and then after that is technically December. So unless, you know, in the next like two days, they announce like a trailer. My expectation for the DLC is probably like maybe, maybe I'm going to change. In my head, I'm going to change to December 8th or 15th. But I did like my whole argument was like, there's no way they don't put something out before Black Friday. Technically, they're doing that. They're putting <laughs> yeah. something on shelves. They're putting out something on shelves. I didn't think in a million years they would put it out without the other part <laughs> of the DLC, like not on the cartridge. Like I, 
I I understand yeah. it, but also like from a preservation slash I don't have internet standpoint, that is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Like I understand why like Fortnite or Apex Legend is on shelves at Target or Best Buy or Walmart because grandma is going to walk in. It's going to be like my son likes Fortnite. Wait, grandma's my grandson likes Fortnite. I'm going to grab it off the shelf. I understand that the 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 power of something being on the shelf is very important, and obviously there's nothing in the Fortnite case besides like a digital code to redeem. I I totally get it, but like I would buy a game like Detective Pikachu Returns physically, so when the apocalypse happens and I'm underneath my desk and I have no internet, I can think to myself, uh, Yeah, I can play this game. I can play this game. I don't want to, but I could. <laughs> I could. I could <laughs> pop this game in right now and see oh, Tim Goodman's finish? iconic red hoodie, which is a line they used in that video game. <laughs> yeah. Did you finally finish it? I did. I really actually like the ending. The ending is the ending. The twist at the end was, it actually got me. What twist? I, I, I <laughs> we had to, we'd have to put a spoiler thing. Like what? Yeah. What the bad guy was trying to do the entire time. Yeah, we can talk about this when we're on break, but I don't. I don't think that was a twist. <laughs> I mean, it's already been what three weeks, four weeks, yeah, yeah, Almost here, a month. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it will take them a month to finish that slow moving game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's, here, let's be real. Here, here's Some a, of people have not finished that game. Here's a huge, oh, a huge spoiler warning for Detective Pikachu. Here you go. Once I got to like the beginning of chapter five, I was like. Oh, I understand. They're, he wants to merge with Mewtwo, just like in the movie. Because that's what happens in the movie. He, the, the bad guy merges with Mewtwo and then becomes Mewtwo. And I was like, this makes sense because earlier in the game, they had the Beedrills chasing down Mewtwo. So I expected going into that final chamber... With Mewtwo being there and the guy being like, I'm plugging myself into Mewtwo and I'm going to become Mewtwo. That's what I expected. So when the gem turned into Deoxys and Deoxys... See, that's that's where I I get that wasn't a spoiler. Because they told you a while ago that that gem was a Pokemon from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) They clearly said the Aurora drop <laughs> is a Pokemon from outer space. <laughs> I might have missed that. Was yeah, it- did they say it was a Pokemon? They said yeah. it was from outer space. I remember yeah, them saying it was from outer space. That was the in- whole second chapter. They will t- it will turn into a Pokemon. See, I just thought a- the gem had the power that he needed to merge with Mewtwo. I see. So when Deoxys busted out of the thing and Mewtwo and Deoxys started fighting, I was like, this game went from like a 4 out of 10 to like a 7 out of 10. Oh, you're (laughs) too high. That fight scene was so cool. Okay, but tell me, how did you feel in Chapter 4 when you were switching between the two perspectives? I think that Chapter 4 was would probably have been better if it wasn't for Chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And I think overall, chapter four is the one was the, like the best storytelling chapter, but like the worst game chapter. Mm-hmm. Like the lore of Harry and Pikachu was good. 
Like it was I, really good. It was super good. Seeing Pokemon grow up, like going back in time and seeing, oh, like you're a you're a Bunnelby, but now in the current time you're a Diggersby. That was super cool. Like just seeing how Harry and Pikachu met was great. Like Harry booping Pikachu, that alone was like, oh my gosh, like this chapter is like worth it. Uh, uh like as a game part, like it felt like they didn't even try. Yep. The the Pokemon move like the the ride Pokemon in chapter four was uh Pangoro, which was like, oh okay, you're doing something with Pangoro now. But it was like the worst strength puzzles in the entire it didn't even like feel good to control yeah also i kept waiting like a lot of relationships they set up i kept waiting for pikachu to make the connection that this was the pancham that you were protecting and they would have a moment of more recognition and that just never happens they're like for all I care, you're a completely different one. I'm like, but that was the origin story. Like you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no, there's nothing. There's no payoff. There's no connection. It's like there's no payoff with the family either. I'm like, okay, so cool. The sister could understand Pikachu the entire time, and nothing with the divorce. Nothing with the divorce. Nothing with nothing. the sister. Nothing. I'm like, when the sister was like, I understood Pikachu again. I thought that was a good twist. It. I mean it. It wasn't a twist or like a tell. like a little shock value. It, it was like it was like, oh, OK, confirmed. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that do for the game? What are you telling us? <laughs> nothing. You're telling us nothing. OK, they got a divorce, but he really didn't mean it. But I have his ring. Cool. What does that mean? What do you? And then you're just all a family at the end. And like there's no sort of like. Uh, there's so much wasted potential in that, in so many things they set up and we're just like, and drop. And we're going to drop that off to the side. If I would have spent 50 bucks on it, for full disclosure, I was sent it for free from Nintendo. If I would have spent 50 bucks on it, I would have still been happy with it. Because I, I do think the first Detective Pikachu is a better game. But I was happy with the payoff of the story, minus the things they introduced with Probably the intention to answer, but then didn't. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that, like, they do mention your wife in the first game. And I was like, oh, I did. Okay, I believe you. I don't I don't remember that, but I believe you. But, like, confirm they do not mention that Tim has a sister. Like, uh, like so yeah. why? So they clearly. Why is she there? They brought the sister in. Then they were like, okay, she understands Pikachu. It's like they just, re- like, they were like, we, 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 we ran out of time. This part of the story didn't work. How could they run out of time in five years? <laughs> this is, this is, I, the thing is, what I think, it, I think the overarching story where you go from start to finish is a very good story. Yes. I, I think the problem is, is it takes you so long to get there and they drop so many things that they just have no interest in following up on along the way. And from chapter three on, those chapters take so incredibly long to get through. And then I had to deal with anime trope. We're staying behind and then we're coming back as villain. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) Just cut, cut to the Mewtwo Deoxys fight. Do the really cool Pikachu super circle. Everything blows up and we're out. 
edit, 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 edit. It took way too long to get here. I don't, I don't care about finding the 17th code. I don't need to find yet another key card. What building sets up stairways in the most fire hazardy way that has ever existed? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I found the stairway. This will take me straight to five because that's how stairways work. <laughs> One of the coolest things they did is that they had like a... Hannah, did you finish the game? I didn't. <laughs> Spoiler, <laughs> Hannah. It gets real bad. <laughs> It sounds like it doesn't get that bad. Uh, one of the coolest things they did, a million percent super cool, is you walk into a room with like a dying whooper. And you have to, you, you, it's really obvious. There's like a little watering um, fountain <laughs> water or whatever. fountain. And you, you, in you the like, next room. you have to like go over, get a cup of water, come back, you save the whooper. And then in the next room, there's an electrode. And I was like, you know what would be cool? is like you need to bring the whooper with you so the electrode doesn't explode. And then they did that. That yeah. was the puzzle. Like whooper's ability is damp. So you the electrode's like mad, like you need to get into the room to get the key card but the electrode's like threatening to explode. So once you rescue the whooper, you bring the whooper in to prevent That is such a cool puzzle even though it's like really simple cuz it's like but like in a Pokemon world that is yeah. the kind of puzzle you want. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if they just had, like, five more of those puzzles, like, literally two of those puzzles in Chapter 3 would have, like, been significant, like, cut everything, add two Pokemon-based puzzles, yeah. you have a better chapter. Like, yeah. I chapter understand why Pikachu went to jail. To in chapter three, I get it, which is it, it, when you say that out loud, I understand why Pikachu went <laughs> yeah, to jail. Yeah. On paper, that sounds awesome. You're like, oh, Pikachu's a hardened criminal. Like every chapter makes sense of what they're trying to say. But yep. every chapter just every felt chap takes too long. Too long and was not unique enough. Mm -mm. So like that was my problem between chapter three and chapter four is I actually think chapter four was completely ruined by chapter three because mm -hmm. they were very similar. We need, they, they were the same, they were the same gimmick. We need to break you apart. To yeah, it was. To go back and forth. It was the same gimmick. It sets up the end of the game, but not in a way that ultimately is all that interesting. Like they didn't focus on the more interesting aspect of the two characters meeting. And then, like, again, you're not arresting somebody at the end. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't get to send anybody to jail. You're not solving a puzzle. You're not really... You're doing the thing that, like, you just expected to be the way the game was ending. And again, it, again, it was written in a way, like, who is this written for? <laughs> like, we didn't need to do this deduction scene. Because you've been spelling it out for almost three hours now. Yeah, I... I think like Pikachu struggling with like mistelling the story was really interesting. Again, I think yeah. I think chapter four was would have been better if it wasn't for chapter three. <laughs> I I just it just needed to happen faster, more interestingly, and a bunch of the fluff just completely cut because they weren't going to do anything with it anyways. Like they just don't do anything with any of the plot lines that are sort of on the side. Even even the newspaper stuff is is very brief 
very sort of fill in the the story more, but they ultimately don't do anything with it. And then the game sort of ends, and you're like, why does Pikachu sniff the ground after credits? Yeah, why? I, I'm asking you. I thought you would know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I had the same. I have the same question. What What was that weird cutscene at the end? He, he like he just like sniffs the ground, following yeah, a trail. I, but, don't know. No, no, it literally it, it, the ending of that thing. Like everybody walks off screen. You focus in on Pikachu. Pikachu sniffs the ground and looks at the camera, and then you're kind of done. And I'm like, what? Did I miss an important step in this? <laughs> Is it hinting that he likes coffee still? Like I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that means either. I don't know. I was. I was. The, the whole reason I want to spoil the end of the game is so I could ask you that legit question of why did he sniff the ground? Okay. Uh, hold on. We got. We got to finish this news. The bundle is coming on November third. There is a spe- special pre-order bonus of a hundred Pokeballs. This is not new. This is something they've been doing since like Black and White or whatever, where you get a hundred Pokeballs if you pre-order it. the The Pokemon Company is like a company that will like. I, I think most companies would li- not like to admit that their games have gotten delayed or whatnot if they don't have to, right? So I think for a lot of Nintendo fans in general, they will be like, look at Zelda. Zelda was delayed, what, like three times? Um, yeah. And that's okay. We just want it to be the best game ever. But there are, there are plenty of times where they'll say, hey, this game is coming out at the end of the year. And then we don't know what that is. And maybe in their internal system, they wanted to get September, but it ended up getting pushed to November or December, right? Like, we don't know. Uh, I think it is safe to say, looking back, that both Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Legends were delayed. But that, that was never said. Like, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was probably supposed to come out on the 15th anniversary of Diamond and Pearl, which would have been like, what, like September 18th or something like that. And it was pushed to the November game slot. And Legends came out in January. Legends should have came out before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like that that was their bigger game. And if you look at sales numbers, like Legends did not do as good as Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, even though like it's a, it's a better game. <laughs> It's a better game. There was also only one of it. <laughs> it was there yeah. was also only one. But I bet if Legends would have came out before Black Friday, it would have sold better, hands down. Before the holiday, before Christmas, like if I I think of myself as a, a, a like as an adult, obviously I'll just buy games whenever. <laughs> but I think of myself as like a, even like a fourteen year old or a, or a fifteen year old, like without a job, and like if a Pokemon game came out in January, I gotta wait till my birthday, like. Christmas is over. I missed my I like I don't get it. I got games twice a year. <laughs> Birthday, Christmas, that's it. <laughs> Until I started working a job. I wonder if Area 0 or whatever the what's the second one called? Indigo, Indigo Disc. Disc. I wonder if their actual game plan was for this game to come out on November 3rd or even a week sooner. But that doesn't make any sense because then stores would be upset that like, why are you releasing the DLC and then like no one's going to come in. So like the reason I say that is because this go. I don't know if we we talked about this in the podcast. Sometimes I I, I rant on my Twitch streams about this because there's still that the, the long going argument. I'll make it real short. The long going argument of like, why am when I get a digital game, does it cost the same as the game at the store? 
How is that an argument? Well, it's like, well, I'm not buying the case. I'm not buying the CD. I don't like. I don't like. I'm not buying the fact that like a bunch of these were packed up and shipped to the distributor. But the the main reason they're the same price, both games are sixty dollars, is because the second the digital game is cheaper, Target, Walmart, Best Buy, they're like, we don't want it then. If we can't compete yeah. with it, we don't want to waste the shelf space. Yeah. So you have to make the stores willing to carry your game because their space on their floor is more valuable. And if they can't sell the game, then they're just wasting space where they could put more socks or ornaments or whatever else they want to put there. Um, Halloween candy. Right. So that's why digital games and physical games are the same price. Is But also, let's be realistic that the case and the cartridge... <laughs> Do not cost that much money. Like, we are not talking a plastic case and a plastic hunk that has a circuit board in it are $50,000 at this point in our lives. This stuff is cheap. It is not... They will willingly take the 50-cent loss on a plastic case to get it in stores and sell it at the same price. Like, this... They're not made out of gold. It's not that you know. They got we got nothing but plastic around us. This is not this is not a heartbreak for companies to put out a physical copy. Uh, deals like this, deals like we're like we're getting our Nintendo, Pokemon, Sony, Bethesda game onto store shelves is not something they just decide a week before, right? There's a marketing plan, usually. <laughs> they have to make all these games. They got to store them in a warehouse. They got to then ship them on a boat or a plane and then move them into cars and trucks or trains. And then they got to sit in another warehouse to then get moved again to then sit in the back of Target's warehouse. Like, there's a lot going on. That means this game should have been done by now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this means. So I, I I don't think anyone listening to this podcast doesn't think that um, the Indigo Disc wasn't supposed to launch before Black Friday. And November 3rd seems like a good date. Since they're putting out the physical copies of that on November 3rd, this weekend. Uh, and it's not here. But they never said... That the the here the, and this is why this is why I brought up um, Diamond and Pearl and Legends. They never said those games were delayed. They were though. They mm -hmm. never said that um, the Teal Mask and Indigo Disc were delayed. They were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me a summer festival game <laughs> is coming out in September. <laughs> Not summer? <laughs> I mean, we could have the argument that it's still technically That's true, that's summer. true. They yeah, um we could we could have that argument. Uh so <laughs> we won't we'll leave that for Al. Not that the quality got really that much better or at all better by delaying the first part. Um it still locks up, it's still frame rate. They still had glitches obviously. Um but I don't expect like the graphics to get better when the indigo disc drops. I don't expect the frame rate to get better at this point. I 
I expect mm-hmm. it to be done at the quality that the other two parts have been. Yep, that's where I'm at. And then, you know, that's fine. It's it's out. Most of you listening have probably already bought the, the DLC for the first part. The second part is part of that. You're going to play it. It's hopefully going to have something that is cool. Uh, I think a lot of people like Dynamax Adventures. I think a lot of people liked hunting old legendaries and having old Pokemon return. And we already saw online that people are very excited that a bunch of starter Pokemon are coming back. So um, there is some things to look forward to, uh, which is exciting. But uh, <laughs> there's story to look forward to. I'm excited about the story. Yeah, there's there's some story to look forward to. The professor is maybe not dead. I still think the professor's not dead. Wait, wait, why is this like a we weren't all in that boat of the professor not actually being dead? (laughs) Nope, not in that boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) but we'll see. I I can absolutely see them not having done something that drastic like i do think it is the way they left it in the absolute realm of possibility that neither they're they are as i thought when i first entered that area they aren't dead they are actually trapped i can see them leaning into them still being trapped and part of the thing is getting them out of whatever situation got them trapped in the first place however you want to talk about imagination dimensions whatever whatever they're going to finally do with Area Zero, fingers crossed, that they're actually going to finally answer any of those questions. I don't have a lot of hope that they will, um, but I hope I really hope that they do. But uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it is a coin toss whether they stay or pull away. Like, I can see both sides of it, that they'll leave them dead or they'll be like, nope, they are trapped and you saved it and it's a happy ending. Like, both. I think are 100% possible for whatever they're going to do with these games. Pikachu jumps in front of Kieran, sniffs the ground. Yeah. I mean, so... The only, <laughs> here's the thing. The only reason why they sniff the ground is to suggest that Pikachu is still possibly, like, I understand how detectiving works, which is like, you got that from the flashback, so it was like just... Once again, sort of underlying that Pikachu could still be a detective but just can't talk. I don't know. It's it's an ambiguous way to end that that long game without sort of giving any answers. Like, I think there's the slight... I think it is their slight opening to say we'll do a three and please don't do a three. Do a three only if every episode is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes. Yep. But please don't do it. But what if they introduce like a Pichu and Pichu's Scrappy Do? Then absolutely don't do a three. <laughs> absolutely do not do a three. No, no, do not cut it. I don't know. That sounds that sounds better. <laughs> Scrappy Do might be the worst cartoon character of all time. <laughs> Hands y'all down. didn't live. Y'all didn't live through the cu- cousin Oliver end times like we had to. I don't know who. Well, I, I was gonna say I don't know who's picking up a double pack of Area Zero. I do know who parents, who parents. are parents and or collectors. And as somebody who is a collector, it this one feels weird 
because the whole game isn't on there. Yeah, this one's weird. This is this one is weird that they aren't <laughs> including both. Like, I, it's a choice. It's like it's like buying Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, <laughs> but it's actually just Sun and Moon, and you gotta like yeah. update. It. We'll update it after. <laughs> I <Pretty> just. <laughs> You're like ah, I finally added Blasevel <laughs> to my game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the chances that the Indigo Disc are coming out in November, I with this release, I think are off the table. Really, I do think that is like a uh, no. Well, I, I, again, I just think they 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 only have two Fridays to pick. They yeah. have yeah. the tenth and the seventeenth, and unless there's a announcement this week, I I there could be. There could be definitely an announcement this week. Cats I mean, game. I wouldn't be surprised if it was January at this point. Well, they do say winter of 2023. Yeah, so they, well, it's not even the winter, do, it's the 2023. They are going to do at least the last week of December 2023 to get we it under their hope. promised date. That <laughs> is one thing they are good about is when they announce a year, by heaven, they're getting it in on that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I think it's for sure this year. Um, like they didn't say early 20, like when they they were spot on with legends and we questioned that for a long time of like early 2023. What are you? Oh, (laughs) oh, you're actually doing January. That's weird. Why don't you take like your game looks very muddy. Why don't you take a little bit more time? They were like, nope, they they stuck to that. This is it. (laughs) I'm just thinking about how late the teal mask was probably delayed. Thinking about it may have tried they may have intended to release it in early summer maybe june june or july would be my guess yeah. I, I feel like it's a late june early july and then it came out multiple months after that yeah so i so mean they given... intended to release it the part two in november or late october or late october because i have a feeling they wanted it to be out a couple weeks before they would have released the double pack to be like get the hype up and then hype it up for when the double pack came out with the two new areas on it which means it would have been probably released normal time like last week or maybe this week um and they didn't they didn't hit it so i have a strong feeling this is i have a strong feeling this is now a mid december before christmas thing like they want to hit it at the early part of december to build up hype while parents are buying gifts for their kids i yeah i mean i'm just has there ever has there ever been a nintendo game that came out on black friday i don't think so it's always been the week before um like omega ruby alpha sapphire super smash brothers wii u like I, i remember they came out on the same day but that was that was like a week or two before Black Friday. Ultra Sun Ultra Moon was also like two weeks before Black Friday. Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee was before Black Friday. Yeah, I d- generally, I don't, I can't think of any. I can't think of any just game that was like Black Friday. I can't think of any games that are actually released on Black Friday. Like, I there are deals on Black Friday, but I can't think of actual also, Friday's not a big release date around the holidays anyways. Call of Duty is usually before Black Friday. 
Yeah. I'm, I, I cannot, I, think, of course, then again, the other problem of releasing a game on Black Friday is your announcement will be swamped by the yeah. bargains and deals. Right, 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 right. right. Black Friday. So it's not like a great time to do that anyways, to be like, hey, we're releasing this game on Black Friday, but you don't care because you're looking at what's on sale. Right, right. It's like, well, th- these games are $20. This game is 60 Yeah, like you're just not. But the reason you release it before is because. Right. You're you're going to get it for your kid, but like if you if you don't know it's coming out until that day, you're gonna miss that news. And I, now we can we kind of have to block off Friday through Monday. That whole weekend is now gone because of mm-hmm. Cyber Monday now. <laughs> so like honestly, that, the whole week. The at whole this well, point. I mean, yeah, uh, the whole week, anyways, is bad. But like you can sometimes get away with like the Tuesday before Thanksgiving announcing stuff, and people are like, "Cool." Uh I haven't really started planning my Black Friday stuff yet, but once once Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, FYI, hits, uh, and then Black Friday through Cyber Monday, that's just a wasteland of bargains. That is just a complete wasteland, because if you didn't go physically shopping on Friday, you are scouring the internet for what could be on sale on Monday. Okay, well, uh, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we got some... Cafe Remix News <laughs> and Pokemon Go News. So we will be right back. Hey, thanks for making it this far into the show. If you like listening to us every week and you don't like ads, you can actually get rid of the ads by supporting us one of two ways. The first way is through Apple Podcasts. You can start a free two-week trial and see if you like the ad-free episodes. On top of that, you get our bonus episodes as part of that package. You can do that right inside the Apple Podcast app. The other way to support us is by going to Patreon, patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And for $5 a month, you can remove the ads from the episode. You can get bonus episodes. You can get access to our Slack. You can get a Christmas card. The holidays are coming up and a bunch more. So if you would like to support the show, remove ads, get more of the show, you can support us in Apple Podcasts or by going to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. This podcast is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that helps you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and you have all you need to make 12 drinks at home. At just $40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle, this is a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails, and you can skip or cancel boxes at any time. Actually, probably probably a pretty okay gift for valentine's day honestly right like oh yeah mm-hmm. oh and, cool. and we're, we're saying it early enough where you can yeah. you can actually fyi <laughs> valentine's day is coming up so you can get 20 dollars off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and we are back from our break so technically cafe remix is 
three years old, but since they technically renamed it to Remix, they're yeah. two years old now. <laughs> oh, they say it here in the article. It's been two years since Cafe Mix received its major update and title change to become Cafe Remix. You can now celebrate a special anniversary that's filled with Pokemon Friends bonus items and new gameplay modes. Latios, Latias, Coridon, and Slow Cooking. Put your puzzles, puzzling skills to the test in the new slow cooking, <laughs> slow, cook, slow cooking mode, which you must clear three puzzles in a row using a limited number of moves. Select, select from a group of six puzzles. Choose any of the three of your Pokemon partners to assist you. The total number of moves are shared between all stages and the game will end when you clear your third puzzle or run out of moves, you can join the slow cooking event and recruit Coridon to your staff until Thursday, November 9th. By logging in any time during this time, you can get an express delivery ticket. Coridon isn't the only legendary Pokemon making its appearance. Latios and Latias are in celebration outfits and will appear in special deliveries until Monday, November 20th, there is also a special login bonus for you to enjoy. Log in for 10 days before Sunday, November 12th, and you can earn 7,000 golden acorns. There's also a Fido event from Thursday, November 9th to Monday, November 20th. During this time, you can re recruit Fido in its celebration outfit to your staff. Not only that, but Quagsire will appear in deliveries. You'll be able to take Art in Pokemon Cafe Remix Challenge to earn 14,000 golden acorns. Happy anniversary, Cafe Remix. <laughs> I find the artwork for that game so charming. I wish I liked it. Right? It is some of the most adorable Pokemon yeah. artwork of anything ever. It is. And I want to like the game. I've tried <laughs> to play it can't. on my phone. I've tried just... to play it on my Switch. I have tried <laughs> to get invested. I love the artwork. I love the artwork. And here's the thing. I can look online and look at the artwork and literally get a better experience than playing <laughs> the game. Hannah with another back of the box quote. I want to like this game. Yeah. That's, I, I feel like that's, you know, what a lot of Pokemon fans feel about a lot of Pokemon games. Yeah, I want to like this I game. I want to like this game. Yep. It's so cute, though. It really it's is. Not, not a game for me. It still exists. Who knows That's for how much longer? Strong. Is it? As, if this game made it to year four, I would be shocked. We're in year three, technically. That's year two, according to them. <laughs> <laughs> technically. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a game. It, it came out June 24th, 2020 was when it came out. So Rough. Rough start date. Yeah, look, I, uh, we, I've... We've talked about this before. If you think Pokemon Go is a scam, if you think raid passes are too expensive, if you think incubators are not worth it, check out the acorn prices in Pokemon Cafe Remix. You will be yeah. you will be shocked. Hey, speaking of Pokemon Go, uh, there's a new event coming. Uh, well, there's there's the Halloween event happening right now, but you probably know that if you're playing it. Uh, Tadbulb makes its illuminating debut during the Festival of Lights. That is happening soon. Uh, when I say soon, I mean November 7th through November 12th. Tadbulb, Tad, 
pole bulb, tad bulb, which is based on a tadpole, uh, and its evolution and is a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's what its name means. Crazy. Uh, and its evolution belly bolt will make their Pokemon Go debut. You will get two times Stardust for hatching, two times Candy for hatching. Uh, incense will last twice as long. Not your daily incense, though. Timed research will be available throughout the event. You can get an exclusive s- uh, avatar item. It's a shirt. And then uh, event Pokemon, which is probably Tadpole. Um, Pokemon frequently spawning in the wild for this event will be Pikachu, Vulpix, Ponyta, Magnemite, Voltorb. Notice the amount of Gen 1s. Uh, Chinchou, Mareep, Slugma. Just a reminder, Slugma is a Gen 2 Pokemon. Everyone thinks it's Gen 3. Uh, Electric, Litwick, Morlul, and Tadbulb. Eggs will be Elekid, Magby, Dedenne, Morlul. Uh, if you have the Incense on, you will get Alolan Geodude, Hisuian, Voltorb, Slugma, Volbeat, Illumise, Blitzel, Litwick, Litleo, Dedenne, Morlul, and Tadbulb. There will be exclusive bonuses for trainers in India. If you're in India, you can look forward to a special collection challenge that awards Stardust XP encounter with Tadbulb. You will also earn twice the amount of candy for catching Pokemon during this event. There will also be a raid day on November 11th. I take it back. They're going to release uh, the DLC on November 10th because they always put everything on the same yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't say what Pokemon's there. Do we know what Pokemon is this raid day? I think so. Lots of things have leaked all the way up through January. So I'm starting to get it confused. Uh, okay, what, 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 are, what are people saying? Should I be excited for November 11th? Should I take that day off? Is it just uh, Lugia and Ho-Oh? <laughs> don't remember. Let's see. When in they doubt, just... <laughs> it's just Lugia and Ho-Oh. Honestly, yeah. Um, but it looks like Raid Day, I forget whether that might be the Garchomp Mega, Mega Garchomp Raid Day. Mm, I guess Garchomp I is popular that enough to have out. its own day. Also, the Mega Garchomp is weirdly an amazing shiny. Yeah. Garchomp it's like, on its own is not. It's like they did the same thing with Gengar. They made yeah. Mega Gengar super yeah. good. But yes, that one is coming out in on, on a Raid Day only, and I think that might be it. Uh, I guess that would make sense. Uh, I didn't hear that, but I guess Garchomp is very popular. Mm-hmm. That's that's cool, I guess. Um, it's super cool that like India gets something. <laughs> I feel like there's always like Brazil, India, China. Uh, and, well, they got their own problems there, but yeah. <laughs> usually, when like like you think of events, it's always like oh, all the events are usually in Japan or. America. They're so starting to have others. Yeah. So. Like the Festival of Lights, the Diwali celebration was around before. I'm excited that the glowing effect is coming back for Pokemon at nighttime. That was the thing they did, I think, last year when they introduced it, maybe two years ago, where some of these Pokemon will actually sort of glow and light up at nighttime. And also right before the Festival of Lights, they have the Dia de Muertos event happening again, where they're adding more of the flower crowns that I can't pronounce no matter how hard I try to the Cubone line. I can pronounce them just fine, Hannah. Come on. Oh, go for it. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> how do you pronounce it, Steve? <laughs> I don't have them in front of me. <laughs> oh, but look them up. We got time. 
We're in the second half. We, we yeah, go. we got we got play. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh who uh Cubone <laughs> and Marowak are wearing the uh Shampaskia Shield crowns. Yeah, that was probably spot on. No. <laughs> Greg, you want to give it a try? Spanish use the same no, I vowels. don't speak Spanish. I speak French. Japanese and Spanish use the same vowels. So it's something like Sushil, but that's probably not right because there's an accented vowel ah, in there. The old accented U. for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't, they didn't teach me that in uh, Milwaukee public schools. They didn't teach me the accent uh, U. <laughs> not sure what that's doing. Yes, that event actually we actually we didn't even talk about that event. So the uh that will start with the Cubone and the Marowak with the flower crown. That will start um it's only two days. It's uh November first through November second, ten AM to eight PM. Lures will last ninety minutes, uh incense will last ninety minutes, twice the catch candy, additional transfer candy. Uh and then Duskull is making its return. With the crown, Cubone makes its debut with the crown. Roselia is featured in this event, Greg. Uh, it's only one day, though, so. <laughs> two days. It's Te- two days. Technically two days. Do we know if, well, I'm assuming you'll be able to evolve the Dusk Skull again because the picture shows Dusk Noir, but there was like mm-hmm. something where the event was over. You weren't able to evolve the Dusk Skull wearing the flower crown. You could only evolve it during the event. I don't know if they fixed that. Niantic fix something? Whoa, slow down. Sometimes they fix things like that. Whoa, wait a minute. And also, the additional transfer candy is only for trainers in Latin America and the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It looks like I can evolve those Dust Call now, so I'm pretty sure they fixed it. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, that's, like, not the worst thing to be, like, you can only evolve this during the special event. That's, like, I get it. Kind of weird, but... Okay, the other thing I wanted to bring up we didn't talk about was the party play. Did uh did you uh, did you party play, Hannah? I did. With someone who hadn't played Pokemon Go in years. All right, tell us about it. Tell us about the party play. Also, maybe for people who don't know what party play is. Yes, so party play is a new feature where you can connect with friends in person and you can see them on your map and you can go after different challenges where you are kind of catching a certain number of Pokemon or getting a certain number of great or excellent throws, winning a certain number of raids, just reaching that goal with the other people in your party. You can have up to four people in your party. What I really like is that if you both say yes to sharing your location and seeing each other on the map, when you walk away, the trainer actually walks away from the other person on the map. So it's actually the location. It's not just everyone gathered around Existing. your player in game <laughs> i had uh this was while my ankle was still healing so i had my friend stay where she was and i walked a block away and it took a minute but eventually the trainers started walking away from each other that was something i wasn't sure it was actually going to do um it's fun there aren't great rewards uh and it takes a long time to finish almost any of the challenges i want to (laughs) say some of them go quicker but uh if you're trying to finish the research for the challengers and get all the 
those evolution shirts, it's a lot. I'm not sure when I'm going to finish that uh, party play challenge. The most exciting part of it for me was running up against the clock at the end, because you have no idea when the party play is going to end once you get close to the end of the hour, because the party only lasts one hour. It gives you a warning at, I think, ten minutes, and so you know that you have ten minutes left. You kind of want to finish the challenge you're working on before that ten minutes. My friend and I had chosen the catch 30 different Pokemon in uh, or before the challenge ended, and it's the Halloween event, so spawns are pretty limited. We were at 28 Pokemon. I was trying to figure out where the heck we were going to get the last two Pokemon from. There was one raid, so I could get a Meowth and make that 29. And so while I was working on that one raid, I was instructing my friend on how to force spawn a Smeargle and catch a Smeargle before the end of the hour. Um, so that part was fun. It would have been nice if we could have seen the countdown, though. I'm hoping they actually add a timer or an extension to the time of the party play because not knowing exactly when the party is going to end makes it hard to do those challenges right at the end of the hour. Yeah, I I have, like, on the Vaporeon shirt, which is the second one, uh, I like party play. I actually think it's a really cool feature. I think that if you play Pokemon frequently with somebody, it just makes sense. Um, oh, yeah. And it's just an extra thing that you can do. That being said, the rewards are terrible. They're, 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 it's like catch 30 Pokemon with nice throws for like two raspberries. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what Niantic is thinking reward-wise for that because... um. The like none of none of the rewards are are good. Uh, even like win two raids, hatch three eggs, walk five kilometers. None of none of the rewards for any of that stuff is good. I know I saw some people be like, "Why is it only an hour?" But my question is, why do you want it longer? Like like if I it, when when we when I finish a challenge with a friend, and it's like, get thirty excellence, walk three kilometers, do two raids. Uh, we're disbanding the party and then we're recreating it and we're getting different challenges. Like the, we're not doing like, I, I'm not walking five kilometers in Mall of America. <laughs> also, there are no raids right now, so we can't do that. Also, you're bad at excellent throws. So I am not going to sit here and try to 30 excellent throws myself. We're, 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 I, I don't know why there's an hour time limit. It seems like. Somebody just sat in a room and was like, "We should put a time limit on this. What should it be? Uh, Sixty minutes." It, it it feels like the same. It's like it's the same time limit when you have to reset your go device. Like they just picked an hour and they <laughs> yeah, they just an picked hour an hour like no rhyme or reason. Like, like, hey, it's going to be an hour, and that's that is our time. But there there's no reason to continue it. That I guess that's like my pushback of like the people that are like, "Well, it should be longer than an hour. Why?" It doesn't it doesn't give you better rewards the more you do. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't get harder. Like if anything, like if it did get harder and the rewards got better, then yes, I understand. But like there's no penalty for being like oh, all all these challenges are not good, so I'm just going to start, I'm just going to quit, restart, go again. Cuz like right now the only incentive you have 
is complete 100 party play challenges to get all four shirts. That's cool. Like, the if you like Eevee, that, that's cool. Um, but if you're trying to get through 100 as quick as possible, walking five kilometers is not as quick as possible. Like, catching 20 Pokemon with nice throws is significantly easier, especially if there's two or three of you. So, like, in my head, we're just... Okay, out of these three, what is the easiest? Great. Okay, the next three, all of these are bad. Quit the party. Restart the party. Let's go again. Um, and again, that doesn't mean like the concept of the feature is bad. I think the concept of getting together and having this overall goal while you're playing is really cool, but it feels very conservative in the sense of like we want this we don't want this to be too powerful we want this to be safe we don't want people to feel stressed out but the rewards mm -hmm. aren't that good like i don't there there is something really cool here and i think niantic purposely made it very dull because they they're still trying to figure out mm -hmm. how f i like i i literally think they're testing to see like how fast can people do the challenges? Which mm -hmm. challenges are people doing? How long are actually people staying in a session? Are people quitting the session, like me, <laughs> to force new rerolls? I think we're literally just beta testing this. Mm -hmm. I don't think Niantic actually knows what the rewards should be, which yeah. is fine. Uh, like, Mega's launched, and that was just bad, but this, like... But that was bad because it was asking for money and it was asking for time. And this is like you're playing Pokemon. Like it's not asking you to do something you're not already doing. So like they, <laughs> I'm just curious of what this looks like in six months, because I think the foundation is good. Mm -hmm. I hope they do keep building on it. It seems like since uh, they gave that interview earlier in the year. They have been kind of trying to introduce new feature after new feature after new feature, and this is the one that seems the most polished, but it still doesn't feel done. And it's also still buggy in a couple ways. I don't know if those have been fixed. There are some people whose battle teams or saved tags have been, have been getting completely erased <laughs> just by being in a party. That really scared me when I heard that. I used tags a lot, but... It does feel a lot more polished. This it's, feels it's, like a core feature of the game, almost. It was cool. Like, when I was in a party, um, seeing each other in the map was really cool, and then we decided to, like, coordinate outfits, and that was, like, cool to see. And um, I tested how far I could walk away, and I got uh, pretty much, like, a mile away before it was, like, you can't do this anymore. Wow. Um, and then it was like, hey, you're too far. And then it was like, we're going to kick you. And then I walked a little bit closer and it was like, fine. And then I was like, okay, can I push past a mile? And it eventually was like, you're too far away and kicked. I wonder how it would be to gather a group of four friends together just in the middle of kind of a not too busy area, but with plenty of Pokestops and just have everybody go in a different direction and see people on the map. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sure somebody has tried that. <laughs> Yeah, so I I get I I think it's I think it's really cool. I I would be it would be cool if like on community days, it, they they would have community day specific challenges. Like um, let's just say it was like Squirtle, and it was like catch thirty Squirtle, and then your encounter is the glasses Squirtle and not a regular Squirtle. Um, like stuff like that would be really cool, or 
maybe if the challenges did get harder the longer you were in a session, they could start giving incubators or star pieces or incense or something. That's yeah. asking a lot from Niantic because, you know, they like to nickel and dime you. But there's not, a, again, going back to my previous point, there's not a reason to stay the full hour. N- like, nothing changes. Um, like, your your rewards don't get better. They're the time limit is just And if they keep the time limit, then <laughs> making the rewards better as you get further on would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the time limit would only make, yeah. My, my, I guess my only, like, the only reason the time limit somewhat makes sense is if you were at a community day, you actually met new people to play with, and you partied up, and you went separate ways, and... Maybe it was like local, so you like lived in the neighborhood of the park, and so like you forgot to, because you can turn your phone off and put it in your pocket, and the party still stays. Mm-hmm. Like my when I was walking a mile away, like I was technically driving, but when I was like driving and I was like a mile away, and I like checked my phone, I was like, I was like, oh, are we still connected? Oh, like I'm still connected. The only thing I think of is it's just like a security precaution of like. We're forcing the session so the people you met at community day who didn't forget to disconnect and you didn't forget to disconnect now can look at the map and be like, oh, they live here. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I think the one other thing I would ask for with this feature is that on the screen you go to to start a party, I want to see my previous parties there. I want to be able to go and look back and compare how many challenges i completed between the different parties that wouldn't work for you steve since you are ending a party every time you complete a (laughs) challenge it sounds sometimes if they're easy if they're easy i'll keep going (laughs) (laughs) but i want to be able to see i want to be able to compare and i want to be able to think about that but right now it's just kind of the most blank screen you will ever see anywhere in pokemon go also like i don't know how niantic did it but like joining a party is like super easy like I feel like no, this, I yeah this is smooth yeah it like joins like I never had any problem joining it like scanning and there's it, no lag when it. anyone is catching anything the challenges just stay up to date immediately yeah um I think there's so much potential here but it's Niantic so I <laughs> I also would be surprised if in a year we're just like yeah you walk five kilometers you get two raspberries yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I I I think I think this is cool and I I hope that whatever data they're grabbing from the last two weeks it's been out, they can say here is a new party. Like here's a 30-minute session, here's a one-hour session, here's a two-hour session. The re- things get harder or the rewards are up there, or the two hours is a lot harder than the 30 minutes. Um I I do hope that there's something that they can do with it. Also, we didn't even talk about this. Being in a party is so worth it for in-person raids. Ah, uh, yeah. The, there is the, that. The party blast or whatever it's called is so powerful. Uh, <laughs> Craig's like, what are you talking So when you're Greg in- hasn't da- joined I, a party. I... Is it actually called Party Blast, or is that a thing that you're saying? I think it saying? is. I, no, I'm I think not sure that, if I I'm making it. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I think it is called Party Blast. Um, so when you're, in, when you're in a raid, 
um, this doesn't work for remote raids. So, like, if you're in a party and your party friend gets invited to a remote raid, you don't know that that's happening. But if your party friend joins a raid locally, it will automatically send you an invite and say, like, oh, so-and-so is in the raid. Would you like to join? And then you can join it. That doesn't waste your, like, five invites or whatever. So you can still do your five invites. So when you're locally in a raid with somebody in a party, in the lower left-hand corner, there's a li- there's your party blast button. I actually it figured out. party power. Oh, party power. Party blast that, sounds way that, cool. That, Niantic, mm. I know you listen to the mm. show. Rename it to party blast. That sounds mm. awesome. <laughs> Greg is if you're watching the YouTube, if you're listening to the audio version, Greg's face is very sold on this. <laughs> no, party blast is a terrible, terrible. The connotations of that, just really think through that. Just after the show, take take some time to just really think about what you've been saying for the last ten minutes. Just really take a moment. I think it sounds great. Um, <laughs> Again, I'm just take some time post show to sit down with those thoughts and examine. Ooh, we got to make it to the end of the bit. show. Um, I think I know how it works now. Uh, I think it's based off your fast move. So if you have a Pokemon with it's, it's just like GBL. You just have a Pokemon with a really fast move. The party meter fills up way quicker versus a Pokemon that doesn't. Because uh, I was like, why? Why is my friend getting their party power way quicker than me? Um, maybe it's because I'm a higher level or they're using like lower CP Pokemon. Uh, they were just using Pokemon that had like fast moves. It fills it up quicker. It says on the blog post that more party members means that it charges the party power faster. I've only been in a party with one other person. Yeah. They too. were getting their party blast f- way quicker than me. Like they were able to do it. Like I was, I did it the most during. Like Darkrai, I think. Yeah, Darkrai. So I brought Mega Gardevoir as my lead because, you know, I'm a, a pro Pokemon Go player here, bringing my Mega Pokemon to boost fairy types. No, it was Guzzlord, Guzzlord, Guzzlord. Um, and I never got to hit that button because Guzzlord would be dead before my meter would fill. And I was just using Mega Gardevoir. Obviously, Guzzlord, Guzzlord super weak to fairy. But they were able to use it like two times. Uh, and I was like, why are they? I want to hit the party button, but mine's not <laughs> filling up. And then uh, when I was doing Darkrai, I didn't Mega Gardevoir. I think I Mega like La Punny or something. Um, and then I was able to hit the button because and I noticed it was filling a lot faster. So I, I think there is something based off like your fast move. Uh, again, I don't know if like if you are lower level, it feels faster for you to make it feel like you're doing something. Um, regardless, that move does a lot of damage, uh, and it's it's great. Uh, it it does make in person raids with less people worth doing. Like I think one of the probably one of the complaints you hear is like, "Oh, this raid took the entire time." Because there was only three of us or four of us. And it's just us all staring at each other, tapping our screen. Because there's no other strategy than that. So getting through that quicker feels good. Feels better. Yeah. Parties benefit raids in a big way. There's also 
the fact that if someone in your party is invited to a remote raid, they can basically share that invite with the whole party. Mm -hmm. And anyone can join that remote raid. Which is new and very cool. You know, Niantic said their mission was to make in-person more rewarding and better. Uh, being in a party and doing raids is is be It's arguably better. It is. <laughs> and it doesn't cost anything. Uh, you just have to connect. So I think, I, I, and again, I think that goes back to Niantic's initiative of trying to help people form a community. Because if you are at a community day, you kind of, and, and there are a bunch of raids, which, gosh, please crank the raid meter up for community days. I'm begging you. I just, I, I, I just want to like break up the monotony of catching <laughs> with like a couple raids. It does encourage you to maybe reach out to people or those people who don't came to community day without any friends to be like, Maybe I should be in a party, like I don't have to actually stand near them. I can kind of walk pretty far away and still get the benefits. There's only like so much Niantic can do to be like, we're giving you tools. You got to use the tools. I get it. I mean, maybe you don't want to ever talk to anyone ever and you just want to put your headphones in and play Pokemon Go by yourself. Totally cool. <laughs> totally fair. Normally doable. <laughs> but, um, I like it. I just, I think everyone just wants better rewards, slight yeah. changes. I also want there to be a medal. I was really hoping there would be a medal. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> however no. many. There's no, no medal there's not. Oh. Huh. Uh, call it all off. Yeah, why even bother doing it? It's a bad feature. Don't <laughs> even use it. Never mind. No medal. No medal, no deal. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's, uh, that's our show for today. Um, wow actually said something positive about Niantic this episode. Crazy. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, I'm sure... Has there been a seven-star raid recently? I'm sure they'll announce a seven-star raid as soon as I post this episode. Uh, it'll probably be like Typhlosion or Samurai or something. I don't know. They did Decidueye. They did Decidueye. So you would think they would have to do Typhlosion and Samurai eventually. Did we not have you Samurai think? yet? We had the regular we Samurai. Had the, oh, we had yeah. the regular yeah, Samurai. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Typhlosion makes the most sense because... Spooky season. Spooky season, I guess. Oh, you could maybe but make the same against Samurai because so. it's dark, I, I suppose. One's ghost. If I was to bet, it would be Typhlosion. If I was a betting man, Typhlosion would be next. Also, maybe they just don't care because, like... They did Miss Magius. It's after Halloween. Yeah, it's after Halloween, and they already did Miss Magius. So yeah, but I, I'm glad they didn't do a seven star and mass outbreaks at the same time. Yeah. So what's happening on the tenth? Because that's when it's going to hit. Isn't everything happening on the tenth? That's when it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things are happening on the tenth. Yeah, that but, is you actually know, it, going to be. I, the oh, I was going to say there's no way the DLC could come out the tenth because that's the Latin America regional tournament but oh, also also do you remember exactly when it's coming out <laughs> do you remember when let's go pikachu let's go yes. Eevee came out and the yes. next day was the uk the london regional tournament force ultra sun ultra yeah yep. yep. <laughs> actually i take it all back dlc on the 10th <laughs> 
it's gonna be on the tenth. They just they they just couldn't hold the street date of their cartridges. Yeah, they're lining all up. They love to do a huge, uh, and of course they would do that to like the Latin America people. <laughs> Finally, get like a decent regional, and they're like, ah, <laughs> no, nah. Uh, nah. Um, guess what? Yeah, I, I I guess we'll see. So, um, if 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 there is a raid event announced, I will do some builds on Monday. Uh, YouTube video ideally, hopefully, go up on Tuesday, and then obviously raids would be Thursday, Friday. Um. Or that stuff. So, if there is a raid. Um, anyways, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, what was the... I don't remember what we were talking about. Gosh, I had a good YouTube question before the break, and now I can't remember. <laughs> why? Was it, why does Pikachu sniff? Why does Pikachu sniff? <laughs> no, don't answer that question on YouTube. I don't want, I don't want answers to that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Got it. Remember, Monday Twitch stream, answer the question, why does Pikachu sniff? No. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. Uh, if, uh, here, here's my question. If you're watching on YouTube and you have to leave a comment for interaction, please and thank you, give me a Pokemon that you think would be a good seven-star raid that isn't like Typhlosion or Samurott, because we already know that those are like eventually coming. There's no way they would just do Decidueye and then call it quits. <laughs> uh, we say that, and yet, <laughs> uh, and Lugia is the obvious. Oh, Lugia, yeah. Oh, Lugia. It's it's written in stone. Somebody just said like Lugia. Ogre Pond, and that doesn't like make a lot of sense. They're not going to put like a brand new no. legendary in no seven way. stars. It would have to like be like thematic, like lean up with like pair up with something like uh, like like what I would want to see is like seven star deli bird for Christmas. That would be kind of cool, and I'd be very curious of what moves it would have because they made seven star Pikachu like kind of hard. Um, but I just said that, so you can't say seven star deli bird for Christmas anymore. <laughs> I just said I mean, it. You can. So what? 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 What Thanksgiving? There we go. Th what thanks? What po what seven star Thanksgiving would you want? There, there we go. Because I already just did Christmas. We'll probably do this question but, again for Christmas. Yeah, I, I I have my Christmas pick, but there isn't. I I will say Flamigo. I'm choosing. I'm choosing Flamigo for my Thanksgiving. Large seven bird. star Flamigo. Why not? It's a large bird. <laughs> Oh, okay. When you put it like that. It's a single evolution large bird. Done. Done and dusted. I will save my Christmas. Okay, save your Christmas pick. pick. Save your Christmas pick. For for later. Alright. Alright. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. We will see you all next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Effective. Keeping looking out for the Indigo Disc, because who knows when that's actually gonna be released. <laughs> Super effective. Yeah. Good luck. November 10th.
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of this episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, Yarny, Tony, Stuart, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Josh, Jessica, Fumes, Chris, and Brady. And a huge shout out to our executive producer, Spencer. If you too would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to sign up and support the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you next episode.